For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today, which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries, a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now, stay connected to this life-giving message from Pastor Prosper Etonam Hallelujah! Oh, are you happy to be in service this morning? Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you this morning as your word proceeds of your table to us. It brings light and brings clarity and understanding to our spirits this morning. As your son is unveiled, the revelation of your son drops in our inside and we are conformed to the image of your son. This morning, we receive instructions, directions from you alone. Thank you, Father, Lord, as your word proceeds forth. Sickness and healing and disease are healed. We are empowered. We are fashioned well. Oh, God, to carry out your mandate without fear. In this place, there is no contradiction. There is no darkness. As we see you, O oh Lord, glorified, we are edified alongside the body of Christ, anyone who hears us. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. This morning, we want to uh, uh, speak on... Uh, uh, the things that we talked about over our 31st night, which is to take heed, which is to uh, be cautious, to be conscious, to understand the times and the seasons. And this is what we want to look at some other important aspects of that particular discussion, because this will just be an outflow of our 31st. And uh, why do we repeat messages so that it sticks and stays in our spirit? Why? Because we can forget. Why? Because a, a week's journey is so long a time that we can easily forget what we were taught. So repetition in the kingdom or repetition in church is important. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Jesus came and spoke to his disciples. He instructed them. And when you look at the verse 16, verse 16, he had told them where to meet him. He said, and then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. So Jesus had instructed his disciples to meet him at an appointed place. What it means is that that will become an important connection to how the body of Christ is supposed to gather. Very, very important. This, Jesus had resurrected from the dead. Jesus had spent three days and three nights dealing with sin, resurrecting in power. 
could have just told his disciples to just go and find somewhere and you know the spirit of God will do the rest but he had instructed them and you see through scripture like you're going to see this morning why it is important for us to gather as believers and so if anybody is here and you don't have a church or you, you are not going to church regularly something you would have to correct as the instruction of God comes to us this morning hallelujah praise the Lord hallelujah are you here in church now so he says go ye now the word the phrase go ye is not a suggestion go ye is not when everything is fine go ye is not when I have a job or I don't have a job go ye is not when I have a, a lawyer fair or I don't have a lawyer fair go ye is not when everything is right with me or everything is wrong with me you know there's not people come to church because things are wrong there's not people come to church because things are very well that should not be the reason to come to church now this particular goal is not coming to church he's going to preach the gospel he had instructed his disciples go ye therefore and teach all nations so go ye is an instruction and not a suggestion it is not a suggestion where I choose to or I choose not to you don't have the right if the master instructs you do accordingly. Praise God. Are you following this morning? He says, into all the world. That's what Mark 16 will say. He says, Mark, John, um, um, Matthew says, go ye into all the world and teach. Go ye and teach every nation or all nations. Now, what it also means is that if we are to go and teach all nations, now the nations there is what is close to us to start from. You are not going to travel to Saudi Arabia to go preach. The nation is so close to you. What it means is you are to start small but have a global understanding of the agenda. You are to start from where you are because the nation there is the Greek word ethnos. E-T-N-O-S. E-T-H-N-O-S. Ethnos. Which means a group of people who are bound by either geographical location common traits, language, things that are common to them. So, that's ethnos. What it means is, if you find yourself in a group of fetus and you're a fetus, that becomes your ethnos. If you find yourself in community six and you live around people in community six, that community six becomes your ethnos because you are bound by geographical location. If you happen to find yourself in prostitutes, you may not be a prostitute. But if you happen to find yourself amongst prostitutes, those people have a common trait. That becomes your ethnos. So the world is so close to us to travel to find the world because that nation there in the Greek word is not necessarily a geographical expanse. Are you following this morning? So doing the will of God is not too difficult. You have to pay attention. I said, but listen, we should go into the world. I don't even know where is the world. I don't, do I have to travel to Boom? And I'm in Ashaman. You don't have to go to Boom. Hello? Let those who are in Kong start from where they are. Let those who are in Asama start from where they are. Let those who are in Ho start from where they are. We are all obeying the word. Hallelujah. Praise God. So start small, but know that the word is to cover the nations. The nations. The nations. The nations. So start small, but have a global mindset. You cannot be in central volume and have a small mindset. And say, and you know, we have this kind of mentality. You know, we would just want three people go to heaven. That is not the mind of God for the church. Let, let's throw that mind. It's a dangerous
false village mindset. And it's dangerous because it does not fulfill the plan of God for our lives. If three people, if only three people go to heaven, you think Jesus died for three people? Did he die for three people? For God so loved the world that he gave his only because he loved the world. He gave his son to the world. It cannot be three people. And when you come here and you just think that, oh, it's just some small people, just want something small. Something. <laughs> it's so dangerous to the extent that when believers are praying, they pray, oh, oh if God, you can give me something small. Something, something, what is small? What, what, what do you think you are praying to? You think your God is a small God to just give you something small? Whereas through you, people should be people should be satisfied. Through you, people's school fees should be paid. You are praying this ludicrous prayer. Oh, if you can give me something small, that is why you're having nothing. Oh, you are not here this morning. That's why your pocket is so empty. The small you cannot even quantify. Am I changing some mindset here? And the way you step into the world, and why are the worldly people doing well? And with that, it's your prayer. It's your prayer. Something that is so selfish. It's something small. Oh, if God has a small church that we can meet under the tree, look, the glory of God is there, but that's not the will of God. The glory of God can stay under a tree, but it's not the will of God for you to be under a tree. Praise God. Are you here this morning? So leave that thing. Tell your neighbor, leave that thing. It's a global agenda. We must have churches in Saudi Arabia, have churches in Switzerland, have churches in America, have churches in Canada, wherever we have believers, the church of God must spread. Oh, praise God. Can you imagine us having convention and people are coming all over the world? Can, can this place contain us? This will only be maybe children's service. One. Children's service, one. Obuana. Praise God. Do you all understand the English? Because I want to flow. This morning, I don't have a lot of time. Yeah, so, just indulge me. I'll be doing some mix of chi for those who are not too conversant with the English language. Amen? Are you still here? So, what it means is, wherever you find yourself, start the church there. 2024, our agenda is very clear. God says that he's doing his, he wants to he wants to build a church, strengthen the local church, and help us pioneer new work. So wherever you go, you find yourself you have to pioneer a church. Start a cell somewhere, start a community fellowship somewhere. Because the word of God must spread. What you know, you have no idea. That person next to you does not have has no idea. And so sorry. There's something wrong with us, though. The body of Christ. There's something wrong somewhere. You just have to pay attention to know what is going on. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, the first question to ask, if he says that God teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever, I have commanded you. What it means is that God has instructed us 
us to raise a people for him. Pay attention. He says, teach. Teach there is the Greek word matheteo. M-A-T-H-E T-E-U-O. I mean, somebody, somebody asked me some time ago, of course, they've asked our teachers many times, why do people like this Greek and Hebrew? You think Greek and Hebrew is what's going to take you to heaven? But somebody's book, the book was not written in your dialect. It was not originally written in your dialect. Why don't we go to the original word so we find the original meaning so that in context we can explain the Bible better? Because those who didn't do that gave us wrong renditions of the explanation. It was so terrible that to the extent that when people are going to consecrate buildings, they stand in front of the building and say, we we consecrate this building in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The first question I ask is, who is taking the glory? Is it the Father? Is it the Son? Is it the Holy Spirit? Who is taking the glory here? Ah, But is it not in Matthew 28? 18. You see, you didn't read well. So if you had gone to the original, you would have found the difference, the disparity. You would have found it. So when you are preaching and teaching the word of God, you come on a platform of authority. The reason why Jesus spoke with authority, yet they were all preaching from the same manual, the scriptures, is that he had a deeper understanding. Oh, you are not here this morning. He said he spoke as one having authority. Why? Because you know what you are talking about. You can preach anywhere. In the bars, in the market. Why? Why? Because you know what you are talking about. The believer is one who has studied well enough to preach with authority. Hallelujah. Say this morning, I receive the boldness to preach. Hallelujah. So, like I said, if he says, go into the world and teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son, like Matthew said. He says, teaching them to observe, then it means that I am to be instructed well enough to instruct others, teaching them to observe whatsoever I have commanded you. So, one who is not under command cannot command. One who has not been instructed well enough cannot instruct. One who has not been taught well cannot teach. When you go to our schools, don't you see that it's the good students who become the good lecturers? So if you come to church and all your coming is like you are going. (laughs) All your coming is as if you are sleeping. Over time, you realize that you've not learned enough. Well enough to be able to teach. Because the day of reckoning will come. Why people begin to ask you questions. Um, okay, you talk about the Holy Spirit. Like somebody asked me yesterday. He says, when you go to, the person is outside the country. He was asking me a lot of questions. And you, for us, we don't ask that question. You know, he said, um, what is it? And he said, Papa, man, we don't do that. So I told him, I'm, I'm, I'm having some lesson somewhere. I'm, 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 I'm a bit busy, so I'll, I'll take him through the lesson. What was the question? He asked that, um, uh, you people are saying that God, James, James says that God does not tempt. You know, God does not tempt anyone. Neither, uh, God cannot be tempted, neither tempted he anyone. You know, and he says, he says, when you are tempted, it's because you are drawn by your last. You are drawn by your last. Then he says that, okay, what about Matthew 4? When Jesus, after baptism, was led by the spirit to be tempted of the devil, I said, he didn't read well, but just hold it there. I have to take you through one after the other. You see how the church has been messed up? Because in our mind, we thought that Jesus was led by the devil to be tempted. And James is telling us that no one can tempt God. Neither he tempted anyone. 
Then you look at the Bible. No, this book is a contradictory book. I throw that book out. No, the contradiction is in your unlearned mind. Anytime you read scripture and you find contradiction, it is in your mind. It will just have to be open to you. The spirit never led anybody to be tempted anywhere. We'll read it again. You'll see it. It's right there in your Bible. But lack of proper reading. Come for Wednesday service. You will do that there. It's an invitation. <laughs> Praise God. Now, so let's progress. That's an intelligent question anyway because the church is confused now. He said, he was tempted. Maybe to me, maybe to me, I do, I do, I do, and people so be a, I do, I Satan, I'm not so God is not going to use the devices of the enemy to bring correction to his, that, that must be another God, not the, the not, not the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Praise God. But you see, there are so many contradictions like that. So what do we do? We would have to sit down again because, what brings us true freedom and liberty is not just the reading, it's the understanding of the word of God. You shall know. They didn't say you shall read. But reading is the first part. It's the beginning. You shall know. Your knowledge on the word is what brings you true freedom. So the difference between someone who is very free or truly free and one who is still bound in Christ, you are in Christ and still bound, is the difference in knowledge. How much do you know? How much do you know? Praise God. And so I'm inviting the whole church to a treat. The treat is, come and let us find out again. Come and let us sit around the table again. Come and let us go back to the truth, the word of truth. And rightly divide it. And get the understanding thereof. Hallelujah. So, so he says, go teach all nations. But tell them, and then teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Then, an intelligent question will be, ah, then he didn't say that we should come together like a church like this. He only said, go teach. So, you know, as you are going, you are teaching. No. In going to teach, because the Greek word teach there is mathetio. It means raise people. Make apprentices out of them. Make students out of them. What it means is that there will be a place for you to do the teaching. It must be structured because you're going to you're going to you're going to take them concerning everything. So it's not like touch and go. Touch and go. So true discipleship number one will be done in a place. True discipleship will have a structure. We call it organized structure. Where there is a teacher and a student who is learning. That's discipleship. So when Jesus said go ye and teach all nations it was implied that you are going to gather people in places and teach them my doctrine. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that is why when you go through the Acts of Apostles, the early church right from there you begin to see people gather. People gather. Now this notion where you know I can stay at home, I have the Holy Spirit I'm watching that you know, we have internet around. Why do I have to go to church? That is what I'm abusing. You know? That's what I'm, I'm thrashing out of your mind. It's not true. It is the wisdom of God for believers to gather. Oh, you, I didn't hear an amen on that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, so look at it. 
When we go to Acts of Apostles, Acts chapter 1, let's talk Acts chapter 1. These people who had been instructed in Matthew 28, Mark 16, 15 to 20, Luke 24, 25 to 27, 44 to 49. These people have been instructed in Acts of Apostles, Acts chapter 1. I'm going to come through Acts a bit. Acts chapter 1, verse 4. Look at verse 4. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. Look at, look at verse 8. But ye shall receive power, after with the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses of me both in Jerusalem, in Judea, in all Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the world. Look at verse 14. All these continued. Look at it. Can you all read with me? All these continued with what? With what? One accord. It was the instruction of the master. They didn't say because now the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you receive. So you went sister to No, they continued. Now, for somebody to continue something, they must have been told something, must have started something. They continued in the doctrine. Meeting. 2024, don't let your life be saka saka like that. Too. Let it be orderly. It should be structured. Go to church every Sunday. And we'll see that this church is not only Sunday to Sunday too. We'll look at it very shortly. <laughs> it's the year of the spirit. You must be led by the spirit. Look at chapter 2 verse 1. Acts chapter 2 verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord. you see another? you see that again? One accord in one place. This is the mark of disciples. They sit. They gather. They gather. Look at 41. Verse 41 of Acts chapter 2. Then they gladly received his word. They that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Those who have received. The word, what word? When Peter stood to preach on the day of Pentecost, those who gladly received these people were about 3,000. Don't forget. 120 people were in the upper room. 3,000 had been added. So we have 3,000 and something. 3,120. Then we have the 12 apostles. But you leave out the 12 because the 12 were part of the 120 in the upper room. Very well. Together with Mary, you know, and the other ladies, Madeline, Susanna, and all the other stuff we knew in the uh, synoptic. They were all there. Now, the first preaching resulted in 3,000 people. Check it, 3,000. Fraction of, there's like one tenth in it. <laughs> so that you, you don't have that mindset. Oh, we are pesky and they can cry. Yeah, they can cry. They can cry back on heaven. 3,000 people, first meeting. 3,000 people, first meeting. <laughs> now, these 3,000 people did not go home. Look at 42. And they continue steadfastly, steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in breaking of bread and in prayers. They continued. Oh, are we here this morning? Look at 46, verse 46. And they are continuing daily. I saw you daily. 
Even if all of us will not gather in one place, it should be daily for you. Our sorry is daily. You have turned yourself into a church mouse. You are a church boy. You are a church girl. If people are calling you church boy and church girl, you should thank God. At least you are doing something right. Should I be a club boy? Stadium boy? Kalabule boy? Station boy? You are better off being called a church boy and a church girl. Why do you lose faith out of that? You should not have conviction and be strengthened in your faith. At least you are doing something right. <laughs> Praise God. Don't let anybody call you out of your consecration. Don't let anybody call you out. In fact, you a church boy. If you are not being called a church boy, you are living a different life. You a church girl who have been born into church. If you are not being called a church girl, what is your name then? What? Then you have you have a, you have another name. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, think about it. Born into church, born into Christianity, and you are not called a church boy. What are you then? Town boy. Stubborn academy boy. Praise God. Are you still here? No, I'm not part of the stubborn academy. We are stubborn in Christ. We don't agree with the devil rough rough. That's better. Be stubborn in Christ. On 31st, I was telling you, hardcore is hardcore in Christ. When everything is shaking around you and you are not shaking, that's hardcore. When everything is confused and you are not confused, that's hardcore. <laughs> Praise God. Hardcore is not fully around in town and, and, and just fully around and fully around. Only that you are not being caught. The day you are caught, you become like swing. You know all the hardcores, anytime they cut them, it's like they come mute. Eh? They are so surprised they are caught. And yet all they were doing was just a day to be caught. A day of record was coming. It will come. All their hardcore fizzles out. They realize that they become normal. <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the foolishness has run away. Now they are, hey, mm, mm. why are you asking them? What's your name? Mm, mm. I forgot you. <laughs> Answer. If you're hardcore, answer there. Get to the police station, you answer the question. Praise God. Are you still here? So, these people continued. Look at it. In one accord in the temple and breaking bread, and from house to house, from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Verse 47, praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily, daily, such as should be saved. Praise God. Daily. Acts chapter 3 verse 1. They developed culture of going to church. The culture of going to pray. Peter and John on the third hour went to pray. They had developed a culture out of their staying together and, and feasting together and fellowshiping together and praying together. They had developed a culture ah, of going to pray. A believer who, this, who doesn't have the culture of praying. Hey, well, you, are, you are vulnerable to the devil. Oh. Hey, if you, if, if you don't pray, Satan will make mess of you. <laughs> you know, it's only Christo-electric and Christocentric people when you hear songs like, hey, but this is not Christocentric. You know, we are born of God. We are filled with power. Come out for them. Born of what God? Born of what I say is pray continuously. Pray unceasingly. The one who, is, who, who gave birth to you is telling you pray unceasingly. And then you're born of God. Christo-electric. Wait for the shock. You didn't cut my joke. If you are Christo-electric, wait for the shock. 
and they get shocked and they are surprised. Eh? What is happening around me? Eh? It's my world is turning around. It's tumbling down. You lack prayer. You lack stamina. You can't stand anywhere. Small cold. You are fizzling and jizzling and jizzling and dying. Lack prayer. Hardcore. You lack hardcore. Crystal electric. Crystal electric. You've not even worn an ant. You're calling yourself crystal electric. You've not worn an ant. You call yourself crystal electric. So, Sanchez, we have the grace message. What grace message? Shut up! What grace message? And so sometimes we will just have to pinch ourselves and tell ourselves, no, stop it. Stop, stop this noise. We are making too much noise. Roman Catholic Church have been around for thousands and two thousands of years. And people are still going to Roman Catholic. You new age people, you can't even keep a church. You can't stay in one church for two minutes. Crystal Electric. People are born into church. Generations of they are going to the same church. At least they know something. They know what we call consistency. You, you are not committed to anything. You leave church, you change church like how you change your clothes. There is something wrong with this age. How can we make impact? They look at these people. Oh, they are just like they are just like fresh in the morning and in the evening they die down. That's the story they talk about. They, that, that's what they say about us. So we are to show ourselves approved. We are to show ourselves up. We are to show ourselves our people who know something. And this is the case. We don't even know our word. We are just flip, we are flippant and we are just throwing ourselves about. And yet we should be knowing better. Praise God. Hmm. So these people stayed. They stayed in church. Knew how to go pray. And on the way to go pray, they had miracles. In the midst of the miracle, they did not say, look at us now. Christocentric people. We are the doers. No. He says, this person you see healed here is Jesus, the man you killed three days ago. Who has come into us and is doing these things through us. They brought the glory back to God. Small sign wonders and miracles. Small you went to, you, 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 you led somebody to speak in tongues. Agbena. Ah! The way you raised the dead, the word will not hear, will not hear, will not hear. Hey! When you heal diabetes, you just write, this is the diabetes healer. The doctor is here. Hey! The doc, Jesus is no longer the doctor. I am the doctor. He is here. You put a signboard in front of your house. Crystal electric. Crystal electric, small wonders and miracles. Crystal electric, we come small cash. Pastor, small cash, we become crystal electric. We are the electric. We are the source of the world. Small opportunity, small exposure. Little exposure. Chicken, chicken change. Your all your money is somebody's change. And you are disturbing our peace. You are disturbing God's ear. Go preach. Go teach. Be the small boy in front of him all the time. Be the small girl that was raised out of nothing. Still keep your, keep your level. That's why I like Shatawale. He says, I know my level. At least you know your level. <coughs> but I don't like the other one. Shatter freedom. You cannot have freedom. You're not catching my joke this morning. What freedom? Freedom from who? Freedom from who? <laughs> Are you still in the house? Yeah. 
This is what must make sense to you. Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4. <clears throat> Verse 23. And being let go, these people were beaten. In fact, Acts chapter 4 is a continuation from chapter 3. When they were told that you people should shut up. Don't go preach again in this name. If we catch you, what we'll do to you? Then they weren't preaching. They caught them, beat them. Well, well. And then they were asked to go, you go. We've, we've dealt. This is the first lesson. If you don't go and preach in that name again. The problem is not the preaching. The problem is preaching in the name of Jesus. That's the power in the name. And anytime people hear the name, they were converting. So stop this. Who we know is the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob. We know the God of the Old Testament, the, the God of the Torah. We don't like this Jesus as a bastard. We, at the other day, we don't even know his father. The mother, maybe she went somewhere. Maybe one of the high priests. <laughs> so stop that nonsense. Stop preaching in that name. They weren't preaching again. Because we are to preach in his name. Jesus instructed them in 49. Preach in this name. Repentance and remission of sin will be preached in this name. In all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So he had instructed them to preach in the name of Jesus. And so they were just carrying out the master's instructions. They said, we don't like it. Don't like it. Small opposition. You stop doing what you're supposed to do. Small opposition. Small opposition. And he said, why should we be praying at 12 o'clock? We are sleeping. Small opposition. You have stopped preaching. You have stopped praying. Whereas other people were praying at their place and people were converting in their house. Small opposition. Believers, please, let's get this thumbnail and move on. Oh. A small opposition. You stop doing what you're supposed to do. These people went back. They didn't say, oh Lord, if only we can begin from another part of the world, you know, so that by the time they come to meet us, then we can join. No, 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 no. They were beaten left and then they went back. Look at it in verse 24. And when they are, look, uh, let's do 23 again. And being let go, they went to their own company. They didn't go home. They went back to their company. They went back to their company. They went back to the gathering. Because there were some people who were beaten. They went back to their lot. Power is with the lot. Power is not where you just go home. Power is going back to the same people you left. <laughs> are you here this morning? Yeah. So they went back to their lot. They went back to their company. What happened? To their own company and reported all the all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them and when they had heard this they lifted up their voice to god with one accord it means all of them were in one place in one accord in unison in unity lifted up their voice listen to what happened he says thou art god and they said lord Thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, including man, who says we should not preach your word. Listen to the content of the prayer. It was the outflow of this prayer that took us to verse 29 and said, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may preach thy word. And he says, hi, something is happening. And the signs and wonders may be done in the name of the holy child Jesus. The Bible says, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they all received boldness to preach by the Spirit. Now, so it's not to chicken out, chicken out, chicken out, chicken out. Small trouble. The first place to suffer is the church. And can you give me two months to think about myself? Really? <laughs> these people were in one accord pray 
the place was shaking together. Hallelujah. Praise God. So it is people who are in one accord. Chapter 5 verse 12. Do you see church? All through. All through. Chapter 5 verse 12. Hmm. Wow. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's temple. One accord. Oh, in one place. One accord. Look, 2024 is not the time when who says you have that luxury? Who says that time is yours? 31st we're told, redeeming the time for the days are evil. It is the unpredictability, the unreliability of the times and the seasons, the situations, the circumstances we find ourselves in. That is why we should constantly, continually fellowship with the brethren. You lose your touch, you are vulnerable. It is unpredictability of the times. That is why we should come together. So these people are in one accord. Verse 13, and the rest dust. And of the rest dust, no man join himself to them. But the people magnified them. The, and believers were the more added. So as they were gathering, they were added. Added. Multitudes, both men and women. Hey, well, look at verse 20, 42. 42 of chapter 5. And daily in the temple and in every house, they cease not to teach and preach Christ. Church is daily. House to house. After church, they move house to house. That is why we are encouraging believers. By now, we should be having cell meetings, community fellowships, house to house. And you are going to start it. You are going to start it. All over again. With your disciples that you are going to raise. With the disciples you are, you are going to save. With the disciples that you are going to bring the knowledge of Christ to. In those meetings. Every week, you should set aside time for these meetings. Including Wednesday meeting, including the prayer meetings, including the departmental meetings, which we'll be having shortly. A lot of it. A believer is one who has structured his life or her life for all of these meetings. It's not something you plan. Pastor, if you want us to come, you know, please plan it a year ahead. We don't have, you don't have that time. You don't have that luxury. A year. In fact, if people are going to have fasting and prayer, please give us a lot of so we can. How long can you prepare for a fast? If you eat all the food in the world, even in the fire, you still go hungry. Hey! In fact, you try it. You try when we are breaking fast. You go and eat the the omutuo akesiaka. The following the way you struggle. Hey! You are better off drinking water. You'll be fine. But when you want to just break it big. You suffer big the following day. Hallelujah. So how long, how, how long can we give you time to prepare for what? A believer who is born of God, who is instructed of the Holy Spirit, who is sensitive to the things of God. How long time can we give you when it comes to the things of the Spirit? Are you still here? So these people gathered in chapter 6. By the time they got to chapter 6, they couldn't be numbered anymore. They are run into multitudes. Chapter 6. And in those days when the number of disciples were multiplied, 
Don't forget, they are done 3,000. They are done 5,000. They are done 4,000. Running over 10,000. Now, in those days, the numbers were not so huge. So, when you see something as 10,000, they can be called multitude because the world population was not that many. Do you get it? So, once you get above 10,000, it's multitude to them in their day. In their day. Are you following? In their day. So, these people went out. In fact, it is known in history that the disciples reached in their day what, we, what they call the known world. They reached every place with the gospel in their known world, in their time. So, they carried it out. That's how come black Africa can also receive Christ today. It is through their work. So they reached the known world. In Africa, the first point of call was Ethiopia. Through the eunuch. You're not catching it. Yeah. So they reached out. Through the, you know, who? Philip. So they reached the known world in their days. They reached everywhere. So the promise was fulfilled 2,000 years ago before now. We are only, we are only experiencing the effect of their work today. Are you following? So it is the wisdom of God that the church gathers. And the best you have done is to watch the service. You were not part of the service. What you are effectively doing is watching a service you are not part of. Oh, watching is good. At least you get some information. But what happens in the service you cannot you cannot quantify. You cannot quantify. Sorry. It is a wisdom of God that the church increases. You saw it. 3,000, 4,000. By the time they got to chapter 6, they were in the multitudes. It's the wisdom of God that the church grows. And that's what we are going to experience this year in the name of Jesus. I didn't hear a good amen. It is the wisdom of God that we run into the thousands and hundreds of thousands. So don't look at other churches and say, eh, it's the Akululu that they are doing. That's why they are getting members. Stop it. If you should do the Akululu, you can't even gather two. Think about it. I say, Omo akwancho mo mente no mo don susano. Oso ma akwancho ni biye. Obe nya tre. I say, Omo kululu ya mo ye. So ready. Oh, preach you be awesome. Apart from the pastor, people were talking about one of the churches I, I spoke about in one of our training sessions. He uh, said, hey, hey, this church there. Yeah, hey. But who's preaching should they preach? Who was giving the instruction? Who's preaching? Should, should I come and preach your preaching? Your, your word? What word do you have? Don't listen to your pastor. You have to go and listen to your pastor. Is that not it? They will listen to their pastor. You, are you listening to your pastor? You have to go and listen to your pastor. Enough of, look, let's get busy in the body of Christ. And this people are doing this. And this people are <laughs> What are you doing? Hello? And this people are doing, they don't know anything. You know something. What are you doing with what you know? Yeah. We should get to that point where we become responsible as believers. And this people are doing, they don't know anything. This people are doing, they don't know anything. This people are doing, they don't even know how to say amen. As you are doing, they are not praying in the name of Jesus. When, they, when you even pray in the name of you must say amen so that the, the prayer will be qualified. You are not the judge. You are now Yahweh Adonai's senior brother. And yeah, what are you doing with all the knowledge? CFM, let me ask you again. With all the knowledge you are getting here, how productive are you and I? 
So instead of going to talk about people and talk about people, why they are not doing those people are wearing white, they have to are wearing red robes, they are like, <laughs> they are tying their hair. We, we we allow our hair, we want air to flow through our hair. Shut up. What are you doing with all this? How many souls have you been able to win? It comes back to personal responsibility. How responsible are we? It is the wisdom of God that the church confess the nations. The knowledge of the sun covers the blue marble planet as the waters cover the sea. It is the wisdom of God that we grow. Growth is good. Numbers are good. Oh, you are not here. I want it to sink in. I want it to sink in. And continue to say, So from today, that mindset must change. Numbers are good. Oh, tell your neighbor, numbers are good. Growth is good. And that's why we are looking for it to plant a lot of churches. A lot of churches. And if you are that partner to this particular agenda, shout amen. amen. Praise God. So when it comes to the new creature who is born of God, who is born of the spirit, nobody should come and force you to come to church. And there are some who are still waiting for my call. Uh, and, and Pastor Jose does not call a lot of the time. You know, if he's not going to call me, I will not come to church. Really? We'll meet in heaven. I didn't say hell because I'll not be part. <laughs> we can only meet in heaven. I call you before you come to church. I'm waiting for Pastor Seth to call me. You know, they have not, they have not even asked what is wrong with me. There is a meeting place. At least you know the gathering place. At least you know the address. Come then, come and tell us what is wrong with you. Born of God, born of the Spirit. You are not sensitive enough. You are asking, and hey, they are not asking of me. Have you asked of somebody? Have you asked of somebody before? And yet, and yet, we are so flimsy. They didn't call me, and they are not asking whether my head is sticking me on my leg. Have you asked of somebody's stomach? Come on! Don't allow the devil to mess you up this bad. You are bad. You are getting bad. Your case is getting bad. You are retrogressing. You are backsliding. You are backsliding. Don't listen to. Don't listen to the devil. You will suffer. And Pastor, they didn't come to. Uh, and me, I suffered. I suffered. I went through. I went through this. They didn't even say hi, hi. What is hi to spirituality? What is hi to spirituality? Can you say hi? They allowed me to go through alone. Hmm. Hmm. And yet this community, these people who don't even know God, <laughs> they came through to me. Onyaba, you are backsliding badly. Onyabema, you are retrogressing badly. Onyabema, you are withdrawing badly. And it's the ploy of the devil. Don't allow him in 2024. What's his name? Osefo. Osefo. Out of flimsy excuse, they did this to me and they did that to me. They spoke about me. Spoke about me badly. 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 Then when it, when it, when it comes to pastors, do you know, even those who are smelling at us are speaking again. What people are here? What about that one? <laughs> what about that? Tell your neighbor, grow, 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 grow. 2024, decide to grow. 
Hallelujah. Amen. So it's not a choice anymore. I come or I don't come. No, please be wise. Redeeming the time for the days are evil. Be wise. Don't allow the devil to mess you up. They didn't call me. You to call someone. Decide to call yourself. Is it not in secondary school when you were looking to receive uh, birthday cards on our birthdays? You have to go to the post office. Those of us who are in boarding houses. How foolish. <laughs> go to the post office. You don't have to go to post office. You just have to post it. Friday they come to collect all the letters. Right? Then they go post for you. The only thing is that you have fixed a stamp. That can take it through and come back. Uh, you are not catching it. So you just post it. Okay, this is from Cinderella to Etonam. You have posted to yourself foolishly, but you enjoy it anyway. Because on assembly ground, those who are laughing, I have testimony here. I've caught all of you. Hallelujah. But at least call yourself. If nobody's calling you, call yourself. Hello, Etonam, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Go to church. Come on. If you could do this in school, you are waiting for the Holy Spirit to prompt you again. He means that you have grown. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how many of those I received. Don't be tempted of the devil. <laughs> so, now the local church, it's not Sunday to Sunday like I said. Quickly and we are done. It's not Sunday to Sunday. Acts chapter 2 verse 47 which we just read. Let's go back to it quickly. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church. Oh, he added to the church daily. Why would the Lord add to the church daily? Because they were meeting daily. Think about it. He added, sorry. He added to the church daily because they were meeting daily. Church is not Sunday to Sunday. The Lord will add to yourselves is daily. The Lord is adding to our meetings, the various meetings, the Wednesday meetings, daily. So you're not waiting for Sunday to, look, the worst growth you can ever have is the Sunday to Sunday growth. <coughs> it's the worst you can ever have. Sunday to Sunday. You will not grow at all. You will not grow at all. In fact, your growth, your growth will be so minimal that it will take a longer time to see the effects thereof. And yes, sir, don't do that to yourself. Don't do Acts 2031. Acts 2031. Are you still in church? Acts 2031. Hey. Are you there? Therefore watch and remember that by the grace of three years, by the space of three years, I cease not to warn everyone how. What is there? Day, day and night. It means daily. <laughs> day and night. Then he says with tears. With tears. I cease not. It's daily. Daily. Just give yourself the opportunity to engage. And I'm sure a lot of minds are changing here. How we saw church and how it's been presented to us this morning. It is the wisdom of God. You know, there are some people who wait for 31st. That's the day. You know, that's the big day. The great day is coming. <laughs> and where demons also come to church. You want to come to church with demons. So, we come to a place. It may not be all the gathering of the people in pockets, in units, 
in cells, but they are meeting. But they are meeting. But they are meeting. Church is a daily affair. Church is a daily affair. One of the things that we learn in the Exodus church, when we look at Exodus chapter 18, when they had left Egypt, this church met daily. Exodus chapter 18. Moses would teach from morning to evening. <sighs> daily. To the extent that the, the father in law Jethro will have to come to him and say, Ah, 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 and for Moses, are you still married to my daughter? You want to die and leave my daughter to become a widow? A widow? <laughs> How can you be preaching from morning to evening? Get leaders to take charge. Delegate authority. If you're going to do this, you'll die before your time. I mean, that was the extent to the gathering. Daily. Morning to evening. I'm going to ask you, I'm time. And yet, did you and say, I want the early bed church, you know, the 8 o'clock to 9.30 there, You've timed God. You see your life. Your life has been timed. And there's something wrong with this age. You have to be careful. Oh. Quick fix. Quick fix. Quick fix. Somebody wrote a lengthy article concerning this quick fix thing. Or the new age. We want everything quick. Like, for example, how we use microwave and we are killing ourselves. We warm everything in microwave. We want quick fix. We go to the, we go to papaya. Or what do you call them? Those places are, are the filling stations, right? Yeah, fast food. And we are dying. Everything fast, 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 fast. Everything one fast cars, we die fast. <laughs> Everything is fast, 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 fast. We don't, we don't want to spend time at all. It's a problem of the new age. If you transpose that into your spirituality, you die before your time. You, you, you will be a rolling stone which will never gather moss. It's painstaking. You take your time. In Christ, I mean, as those people go from Prayer come to prayer come. They want they wanted quick face. And there all kinds of things are presented to you, including Jezebel. You are not able to see. <laughs> I say, but me prayer come na me kunya no na de na kosi so kunya Jezebel. quick face. You've not even worked on yourself. You are looking for somebody to work on you. Work on yourself first and go and find someone. You've not built character. You want somebody. I, I want tall, giant, boisterous, deep voice. <laughs> not pastor's voice. No, I no, no. Minus me in the name of Jesus. <laughs> not pastor's voice. I want like when he's speaking, like like ten waters are rushing. You, you, can you meet that voice? Hey, well, quick fix. People stayed morning to evening and they were taught. Can you sit down to be taught for a minute? Can you have attention to sit down to be taught for a minute? And you will not lose your attention. I mean, studies have shown that in, in, in church services like this, you know, in, the, in like 20, minute, 20 minutes maximum, people will begin to lose attention. And yet, when they, were, they are watching soap operas, they can tell the story in three hours. Eh? Three hours soap opera. Let's just reduce it to three hours. They can tell you every part of it. And you tell them the one is sitting, 20 minutes, you are losing focus. Wait. So we do two, three hours of, of studies. Hey! It's a story about me. And a boy no call say, hey, and what about she blue atari? And you have forgotten Matthew 28. The 18 crowd and Jesus. Jesus and Jesus came. I do her. Say blue shirt in the end. 
Am I preaching to some people this morning? Let's get serious with Jesus. Acts 20.20 again like we read. Publicly and from house to house. Acts 5.42. House to house and in the temple. That's what it is. And so he delegated people. Every time. Every time. So you have to belong to fellowships. You have to belong to house sales. Find one. Connect with a believer in your community. Find one. Pray together. Evangelize together. Study the word together. That's how we grow. That's how we keep warm. But you are waiting for another Sunday. Waiting for another Sunday. Waiting for another Sunday. I remember when we have to, when we're um, uh, having our services on Saturday. Wait for another Saturday. Wait for another Saturday. In those days, we didn't even have midweek services like this. Hey, wait for another Saturday. Very long time. By the time you come back, you, are, you have grown cold. You are waiting for another set of instructions and you're bombarded with instructions. And then you, and you look at yourself and say, hey, it's like I've reduced. Or they say, inch up, inch up, inch up, hey, inch up. Then when you inch up, by the time you get home, the demons are waiting for you. You go down again. <laughs> the demons are not dead. The only thing is that we have become wiser. Are, are you here this morning? Become wiser. The demons don't die like that. No demon is dead. Even when you shoot two million times, they will not die. Stop the nonsense. It's a Even the man suffering the legion, who are legion, what Jesus drove the demons out into the pig. It was a symbolic, it was symbolic of you showing that. What you do is that you take, you take hold of the body. But the demons you cannot go bind anywhere. Think about it. What should Make sure you don't shoot yourself. Belong somewhere. There's a wisdom of God. Belong somewhere. Learn somewhere. Stay somewhere. If you're in a local assembly, stay there. Stay there. Find a prayer meeting. Go. Go for midweek services. Go for departmental meetings. Go for planning meetings. If you have, to, if you have the opportunity to be part of those, go for outrages. Go together. Go with people. So the believer should not be able to, or rather should be able to program his or her life. What do you do on Monday? What do you do on Tuesday? What do you do on Wednesday? What do you do on Thursday? How much of it goes to God? It's not just your money. Also your time. Also your resource. Other resources apart from money. What do you do with your life? Eh? Late for church. Late for work. Late for appointments. Late for meetings. What is wrong with you? You are failing in Christ and failing in the world too. Oh, late everywhere. I just see I'm fat time. I'm told obey late. I saw some people today. It's just that the people were many, so I didn't see faces. Don't worry. So I didn't see faces. I just thought that people were late today for church. <laughs> late everywhere. I just want fat time and to obey late. We decide to be late. Redeeming the time for the days are evil. So the believer should be able to program and say, I program my life by the power of the Holy Spirit. I save time. I redeem time. And I don't have time for everything. But you didn't you don't have time for everything. There are some things you don't have time for. Hallelujah. 
Akwenya kwenya eh asem to be ko jam eh wo yemi nua eh wo madam for people have followed people and they've died on the motorway haven't they we are going we had family members who are who were fasting uh, who had gone to you know commiserate with people uh, in the village and when they're coming back they had an accident so who sent you hello even if you were, your parents were calling you to come, you would have gone that. You would have you would have told them to wait. You know, when I have enough time, I'll come and pass by. As our friends took you, you don't have time for everything. Every weekend, somebody's taking you somewhere. Taking you where? Somebody's taking you somewhere. A friend of mine, a brother, a brother's cousin's friend. What's brother's cousin's friend? Sister's friend. You know, uh, senior sister's friends, brothers. The longer the cutoff. Hello. The longer the cutoff, you can't even explain yourself. Brothers, sisters, sisters, friends, cousin. What has that got to do with you? Hello, contractor. Who has that? Who has that got? To and yet the devil is going to use that as a trap against you. I said he has not stopped. We are only getting wiser. Be wiser in 2024. Be wiser. Some men are And brothers, sisters, sisters, friend. Hold on, what could I said, and one eye, one wire. You have been ensnared by your own lust. I've fed how do you call that? Enticement. A, a, a frivolous habits. 2024 say, you have to be careful. You know those kind of you have to be careful. Because it will be a trap of the enemy to entrap you. You are not like this. All of a sudden, you are becoming something. Check yourself. All of a sudden, you are becoming... These things are looking like... Check yourself. All of a sudden, these things that you never paid attention to. Now, they have become your attention. You dream about them. Check yourself. Check yourself. Check yourself. Have a structured, controlled Christian life. A structured, controlled Christian You do things on time. This is what I'm going to do here. Without any, without any fail. This is what I'm going to do here. I'm going to pray at this time. I'm going to study at this time. And don't let any man, including woman, change you. What are you talking about? Your time is your time. The devil can even use yourself against you. Will he not be able to use any man and woman against you? Think about it. Think about it. The devil can use yourself against you. Will he not be able to use any human being against you? Check yourself. Be strong in your conviction. At least do something and do it right. Be known for something. Be known for something. Be known for something. Order! And you see, and that's what the local church is going to do for us as I round up, please. That's what the local church is going to do for us. So in the way we must grow spiritually, order. So you are called to come for a, me- a meeting. You are called to do this. You are called to fast and pray. Oh, it's, it's part of the order. That's what the local church... So you refuse to come. It's your problem. What you're going to do is that you lose the opportunity to have that order in your life. They tell you to do this. Sometimes it becomes a, a great inconvenience. But you are, you are pushing yourself to do. That's the order that you're bringing to your life. It's not all the time that you know everything will be Hello, praise God. Yeah, the man. No. Sometimes it's instructions that are so hard to do. And yet it's God structuring your life. Because one of them, one of them excuse. Be pure when you be a 
didn't tell me what you mean about. Hey, hey, no. Baby say, hey, no. Jai, Jai, can't. I, I don't listen to excuses anymore. I, I'm sure the church knows that by now. When you begin to talk plenty, I just look at you. I'm not listening at all. I'm not listening. If it was, if it was life and death, you would have made time. Except your life is not too important to you. I, I, I've stopped listening to excuses because that's the way people swerve their destiny. So I will not help you to swerve your destiny. I will not. 2024, don't come to me with excuses. I'm not listening. I'm not. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Else I'm going to help you to mess your life up. And that will not be my place as your pastor. I will not. I will not. I will not. We are to bring back order. And that's what the local church. And 2024, we are going to do a lot of that. In the way we grow spiritually. And one of the things we do in the local church. Or the local church does for us. Is to guard us from error. Guard us from error. When you see someone who is not in a local church. He or she is on a free fall into error. Free fall into error. That's why Jesus will continuously warn his disciples. Be careful. Be watchful. Beware. For example, when you, when you look at Matthew 16 12, where he says that beware of the living of the Pharisees. The doctrines of the Pharisees my, my, my disciples. Be careful. Beware. Only for you to hear this. Why are they saying this this way? But then you realize you are so confused. As for me, I don't want to hear again. Somebody says this, I'll choose for myself. That's the beginning of your destruction. It's not for you to choose for yourself. Which one is true? When you look for truth, you will find truth. When you intently look for truth, you will find it. You will find it. You will find it. So it's your, it should be your desire to find truth. Rather than just agreeing with any kind of thing that passes by. Including those who say that this church is closer to me. That's why I'm here. And the one that is farther, I'm not too, I, it brings me a lot of inconvenience. So you can pick anything from the damn side and eat. Because it's closer. Be careful. Be warned. He warned his disciples. The church is a place where we receive caution and instructions. Anytime you come to church, make sure you're receiving something. Receive caution and instructions. Don't let it pass. Don't let it pass to one ear and live through the other. No. Let it sink in. The church is a place. So that is why you cannot afford to miss the meetings. Because the wisdom of God for you to come so you can receive caution, instructions, and counsel. Caution means that you receive guidance. That he'll give you wisdom not to fall into error. That's the caution we are talking about. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11, as I run to a close. Please follow closely, I beg. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11. Now these things happen unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Sorry. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth. Take heed. Take what? Heed. Lest he fall. Lest he fall. So you are to take heed lest you fall. Fall where? Fall into error. We've been doing this for a long time. Continue. You cannot outgrow the Bible. You cannot outgrow scripture. Continue in the things you have learned. And from whom you have learned them. Continue. Continue in doctrine. Continue. 
So it is not always a good time in service. It's only always good times where you can shout and say glory. glory. There are times you, you may not have the opportunity to say glory and yet you are being ministered to. That is why we don't pick and choose sermons. Ah, pastor, this one ministered to me greatly. What about the one you heard before? It must also minister to you greatly. Everywhere. It says all scripture is profitable. It says in spite of God and it's profitable for doctrine. What it means is that all word, the word is for you. So don't pick and choose. I like Psalm 23. I don't like this. No, no, no. If it is the word of God, I receive. Your attitude is I receive. I receive the full counsel of God. Any ministration, I receive it personally. It is for me. There are some people sitting in church. Ah, this message, if only my father was here. Really, it's for you. It's not for any father. You are, you are the primary recipient. If only my brother was here. If only my sister was here. Receive it first, brother. Receive it first, sister. If only my wife was here. If only my... <laughs> you are the wife and husband. Keep quiet. Receive. Receive first. And bring them to also receive. Praise God. Are you here? Error means that it will affect your walk with God. Error. Error means it will affect your work with God. The church is there to also guard, not only guide, guard, guard. That's why he says, be careful, beware, watch yourself, watch your prayer life, watch your steady life, watch your consecration, watch your devotion, watch your sanctification. Those are the things, those are the Christian tenets. Christian will not be paying attention to this detail. They are not a Christian. They may be a Buddhist or something. Beware. Beware. A BFR Bible say, another week. I'm not proud, proud. Pastor, how's it Read the Bible. Just put it. What kind of Christian life is this? Paper Christian life. Bodia Harbin Christian life. Man, can you have Christian life? It doesn't go like that, though. Man, can you have by and you do best you? Ah, Satan do best you, yeah. Why, by one, and I send me a Christian, you know, then they cause me, eh? But why is you be careful? You can't eat from the world, in fact, you can't eat of the world, you only eat from the church, from the word of God. The world is not your learning place, the church is your learning place. Are you here this morning? Romans 16, 17. Watch those people. Romans 16, 17. I'm giving you a plethora of scriptures so you understand where we are going in this year. Romans 16, 17. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them. Mark them. Oh. Mark them. Oh, the Obia is your friend. Including people in the church. Once he's in your church, he's your friend. Who told you? Mark. The, there are some people you have to Mark. <laughs> Mark, Mark, Shomonson, Shomonson, which cause divisions and offenses. Contrary to the doctrines which ye have learned and avoid them. Bible says avoid them. There are some people you should avoid. Those who are not going to eat, those who are not going to help you grow spiritually, avoid them. Those who only bring people's matter to you, avoid them. Those who bring useless gossips and will not help you to grow, pray together, learn Bible together, avoid them. They are, they are diametrically opposed to your spiritual growth. I've, throw them somewhere. Are you listening to me? Throw them somewhere. They are not, they are, they are, they are time wasters. It's not bringing you strength. They will take away from you. And by the time you, are, you realize you have become canal. 
talking about people, including pastor. And yet you are not talking about what pastor has said concerning you. <laughs> Praise God. Don't allow them. Throw them somewhere. Include the people you call friend. If they are not going to help you grow, keep them somewhere. When they call you, don't pick. That's the Bible. He says avoid them. Did the Bible say avoid them? Yes. Avoid them. Withdraw yourself. Withdraw yourself from them. Meaning that the church of God has a say in your private life. He said, this one is my life. I love my life. I love my life. This one is my private life. I choose to come and I... No. The church of God has a say in your private life. I'm sure you never read it this way. That's why you continue to say, this is my life. I own my life. You don't own anything. When you belong to a, a local assembly, a local church, you don't own your life. The local church has a say in your private life. He says avoid them. So they can tell you to avoid this person and not to avoid the other person. They can tell you to move away from this person. Move away from this person. I, I thought it was a private decision to make. You know, it's a so private decision. Who told you it's a so private decision to make? The Bible says avoid. It means it's an instruction. Are we learning something this morning? So the Lord is going to enter our private life and tell us, stop this, stop, stop, stop this. Some of us became big ladies too quickly. Some of us became big men too quickly. That nobody can speak to us anymore. Even in your, in your families, it's difficult for people to approach you. Not here. I spy my face. Because the word of God must be able to reach you. Nobody is bigger than Jesus. There are some people who became papas too early, mamas too early, babies giving birth to babies. So all of a sudden, we became big all of a sudden. And then, uh, like, bigness is catching up on it. You know, you know that kind of, No, 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 no. And so when you're ministering to them, they are looking at their bigness and they are looking at the word and their bigness and the word. You cannot compare your bigness to the word. You are still a boy when it comes to the, the word. You are still a girl when it comes to the word. In fact, you need that attitude to be in the kingdom. If you don't have the attitude of a child, nobody can minister to you. And in fact, you will fight the word to an extent that the word begins to now fight you. And when the word fights you, you are, you are doomed. Say, I choose to be that little boy. I choose to be that little girl. That is the only way you can grow. The word of God must have a, a, a space in your private life. Pastor, you cannot talk to me that way. You, you can't. You, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. Pastor, do you know who I am? <laughs> the last time I checked, you are you. Who are you? You are you? Have you become an elephant? All of a sudden? Or a tiger? You are you? If your pastor cannot minister to you, you are, you are doomed though. If your pastor cannot see in your face and tell you, brother, daddy, mama, if your pastor cannot tell you that, hey, please go and look for one who can tell you. You are better off. If your pastor cannot tell you, Mama, Megbena, how about you, Messi Sofo? Daddy, Megbena, Efo, little boy, hey, little girl, stop it. And you can't take it. I, your growth will be like this into the sea. People are messed up because they can't take instructions. Simple instructions. Because they think they are greater than Jesus. And God will give you a pastor after your own heart. It is not in scripture. God will give you a pastor after his own heart. Not your heart. His heart. Are you here? Yeah, that's the way we grow. And check it. 
Say the word of God through my pastor has space in my private life. First Corinthians chapter five. Second Corinthians, right? First Corinthians chapter five. First Corinthians chapter five. A guy was being naughty in the church, sleeping with his own father's wife. Hey, whoa. He says, I've received spirit. I've, I have Holy Ghost in me. I can sleep with anything, including my father's wife. Is she, is she not a human being? Hey, whoa. He was displaying foolishness in the church. In Corinth, though, I'm not, it's not a story. I'm telling you Bible, though. This boy was just being naughty. Paul came and then ministered to them and told them, hey, in letter. He said, hey, this guy, mm-mm. nobody should get close to him, oh. It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you. And such fornication as is not as not so much as named among the Gentiles. What it means is that this one is graduate fornication. Even the Gentiles are not having this one. Your own father's wife. Your own father's wife. Yeah. That's your stepmother. Hey, what up? Oh my God, Vido. <laughs> Foolish boy. I should have his own father's wife. Ah. That's what happened. And he and he are puffed up. I was like, some notoriety, you know. I was like, many guy. Yeah, I can't sleep anywhere. What are you talking? Puffed up. Many guy you come into. Oh, what are you talking? Me must worry. Me. Obaya. Me. Jai de no. That was super emeren. Ubate. Puffed up. And not having, not, not rather mourned. That he that 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 had done this deed might be taken away from you. For verily, um, let me read verse five. To deliver such an one unto Satan, deliver him to Satan is not to say we are killing him. No, 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 no. To be to be ostracized, to be put aside, to be put aside so he will be ashamed. That's the essence of put aside. But I don't treat him as a, as a non-believer. Look at verse eleven. Look at verse 11. But now I have written unto you not to keep company with such a person. You, you are the only person who likes people. Eh? Pastor says don't keep company with such a person. He says you, you, you are the only person who likes people. And pastor, I, mean, I like people. The Bible says keep, don't keep company. You say you are smarter than Bible. So you are the one who likes all people. I ministry to you. Don't sleep. Think about it, brothers and sisters. When the, when the Lord is taking us out of trouble, we want to still jump into trouble because we are the people who are smarter. Bible says don't keep company. You, you say you love. Me, I love expressly. I hear. You love better than God. Who, who, who spread his love abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost? You love better than God. Don't keep company means don't keep company. Amelenu nyangawa. Think about it. Those are the people who are going to corrupt you little by little. Because I love. Don't keep company with them. Let them find their own space. You will not treat them as unbelievers, but don't keep company with them. They should know something is happening. But your company with them, they will never realize something is happening. What do you talk about when you call? What do you talk about when you go to them? Are you not the destroyer now? Because you are encouraging them to destroy their lives. 
He said, I love. You your one old daughter and time. You are killing people who say I love them. Bible says stay away. So they know something is happening. Hey, even this my friend does not come to me again. If this person is not calling me again, something is happening. And so oh, oh, oh Jesus. You contravene the bride because you are smarter than God. Because you want to hear failure. Because when you get closer, you hear failure for your own advantage. Hey, whoa. A little here, a little there. A little here, a little there. And come over here. And Nutiana will get it close so he can get failure. What kind of believer is this? I'm running up. 2024 is going to be like this. Start enjoying it. Enough of this quasi attitude to Christianity. You are either in or you are out. You cannot be on the periphery. I don't do homely here. Hey, Pastor, can you just do it three minutes and let's go? I don't do that here. Second Thessalonians, that's the last scripture. <laughs> At least I'm done for now. Is my time up? Yes, my time is up. Second Thessalonians, that's the last scripture, please. Are you still in the church? <laughs> Glory to God. Second Thessalonians chapter 3. Let's do verse 9. Finally, brethren. Verse 9, sorry. Not because we have no power, but to make ourselves examples unto you. To follow us. Even when, let's do 11. For we bear that there are some which walk among you disorderly. It means people are disorderly. Working not at all, but are busy bodies. <laughs> Check those who are busy bodies. Busy bodies is not a calling. To be busy bodies is not a calling. In fact, to be busy bodies is not a spiritual gift. You didn't catch that one. Busy bodies is not a spiritual gift. And we know the gifts now. So be busy with work. Be busy with assignment. Busy body for nothing is not a spiritual gift. It's also not a calling. You are busy about, but there's nothing being done. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we don't have time today. We'll go there. We'll go there in subsequent weeks. Verse 12. Now them that are such, we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. They should not give you bread to eat. They should eat their own bread. But ye brethren, be not weary in well-doing. And if any man obey not our word, are you, are you paying attention? If any man obeys not our word, our word, <laughs> by this epistle, by this letter, not that man, and have no company with him that he may be ashamed. Don't tell me you are smarter than the Bible. The church is a place where we receive instructions. The church is a place where we receive control and caution. So nobody can control me. Who told you? The word of God can control you. In your local church. It's a place where we know Christ and we know the tenets of our, our faith. Who are you to tell the church? Hey, that's what I mean. That's what pastors should be preaching. And I, I, well, pastors should have put it this way. You don't have that right, brother. I beg you, it is not for discussion. I beg you, it's not for public opinion. 
No, you don't have that capacity to tell what should be preached. Hello, ma. Hello, sir. Sorry, yo. It is not in your remit. So to decide. I beg you. <laughs> Avoid them. Avoid them. Hebrews, last one. Hebrews. My last is last, pal. My last is lasting. But it is, it's in fact the last one. Hebrews 13 verse 17, which we already know. It's a very common scripture we've been using for some time. Are you there? I want, I want us to read like a mass choir. Let's go. Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. Obey them that have what? Rule. So what it means that in a local church, people have rule over you. Say, I love my life. I came by myself. I go by myself. No, no, no. You don't have for that. You don't, you don't have it. There are people who have rule over you. They are your pastors. They are your leaders. They have rule over you. By the word of God. So obey them. O -o not, not obedience in part. Obey them fully. It will save your soul. Ah. When you find yourself in your local churches, obey your leaders. It will save your soul. It will save you from harm. It will take you from harm's way. That cannot be sacrificed with prayer. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Second, is this first Samuel 15 22? It's better. So there are some things that prayer will do. There are some things that obedience will do better than going to pray. Just listen. Just pay attention. Just obey. Wow, 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 wow. Just obey. <laughs> so obey them that have rule over you and submit yourself. Say, I submit myself. Yeah, because sometimes it's difficult to submit. Oh. Sometimes it's difficult to submit. Because sometimes, sometimes you're not able to see through what is happening. But I think this way, why is it this way? But you see, because you are obedient, you are able to submit. Submit. Sometimes it does not, it, it, there, there are a lot of things that do not make sense to the natural mind, but it's the wisdom of God. It is smart to Danibi, but in Christ, we don't just change because the times are changing. So sometimes it's wisdom not to change like that. Ah, but how can I be doing the same old things and expecting a, good, a new result? <coughs> a different result. So you are doing the same old things and expecting a different result. No, sometimes it's just prayer. It's steady. Continue the same old thing. It's just a matter of time. Sometimes philosophy will make sense to you, but it is not the wisdom of God. Listen to the spirit and let's be well in 2024 and beyond. I beg you. Listen to the spirit. The spirit will speak to your pastors. Trust God. Have faith in God. Be consistent for a day. Be consistent for a week. Be consistent for a month. Turn yourself. Guard yourself. Be cautious. Be consistent for a year. I know I'm speaking to believers here. If you are not a believer, get saved right now. Account. These people account. Look at it. <coughs> Look at it. For they watch over your souls. That's what your pastor does for you. 
These are the people who are watching over your souls. So when you think that you are going to have a private accountability, it's not only you who is accounting for yourself, or your pastor is equally accounting for you. But are they going to do it in grief, grieving, or they're going to do it with joy? That is what you should be asking yourself. There are some people we cannot even find them to account of, account for their lives. They are so evasive. They have become tax. I'm Liola. How do we account for your life? Oh, don't you so? How do we account for your life? Now, people were sleeping. I, I, I had, I had a conversation with a lady before thirty first, and she was asking permission from me to travel. I said. What I am seeing in my spirit. Your, allow your pastor to be able to account for you. If you don't want your pastor, change your pastor. You are better. I think I've done this announcement for some time now. If you are not listening, that's your problem. But you cannot sit under your pastor, whoever he is, wherever he is, because I know there are people joining us today. Obey your pastor. Oh. If you don't like him, change him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. At least prayerfully. Prayerfully change. But to be under a man of God, you're not going to listen to. And he's speaking to you, he's laying hands on you. Do you know what you're attracting? I don't know what I'm ministering to today, but let the wisdom of God come to you. Obey him. And you're not honoring your pastor. You're not obeying him. You're not doing nothing. You're just there. He's a pastor. He's somewhere. Yeah, they are pastor. And you're still here. Or you're still there. Hey, well, what is happening to you? That's why though. The word of God. Don't let the word fight you. Obey them. That have other, uh, rule over you. And submit yourselves to. For they watch for your souls. As that. As they that must give account. So they're going to give account over you. <laughs> that they may do it with joy. There are some of you, we are not doing it with joy. You. We are grieving always over you. We are worried how your life is turning. We are not happy about you. If you want to know about you, come to me. Or sometimes you come to your pastor. Pastor, am I doing well? According to the standards of God. Pastor, dispassionately. It's a good way. It's a good way to assess yourself. Pastor, how well am I doing? <laughs> you are better off because some of us are not doing too well. Some of us, our life is a shock. What a shock. <laughs> Anytime we hear of you, what a shock. <laughs> hmm. I, you should be able to ask oh, when I call Reverend Gilbert, a pastor friend, a senior colleague, Pastor, I know I'm doing well. He said, You are doing very well. I know you are doing so well. You are doing so well. Because I intentionally want to. Hey, I want to. He called, I called him sometime and said, Pastor, how, how, how? you are doing well. Though. He says, it is through me. Yeah. I want to do programs with you. So we are looking for a time or simply for three days un uninterrupted. So we are looking for maybe Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So for we have to have programs together. I'll come. If Reverend Gilbert is giving good uh, commendations about me, I know it's going to my pastor. 
You, you are not interested. I live my life. I love my life. And you might change me. I don't know when you want home. Praise God. That they may do it with joy and not with grief. For that is unprofitable for me. Is it there in your Bible? It's unprofitable for me. Or who? For you. It's unprofitable for you. So as ordained academy is not for me. It's unprofitable for you. Stubborn academy is unprofitable for you, not me. I don't know if you are catching it. Not paying attention to detail is not unprofitable for me. It's unprofitable for you. According to the word of God. This morning we are going to lift up prayer. Hmm. Lift up prayer. And as we pray, of course, we have uh, our friends, our families joining us today. And by the grace of God, we will do the needful as our mother uh, has fulfilled all righteousness. You know, going through all the process. And today she's wearing white because it's not because her grieving is over, but symbolically she has fulfilled all righteousness. Hallelujah. And when we look back, I mean, it's so interesting how some of us, right from our, our childhood, have been part of this family, have been connected to this family. You know, we learned almost everything at that time. And for me to stand here today in my clerical, <laughs> I mean, you can imagine the inputs right from that time. And when we're enjoying all the meals, we're still learning. We're enjoying all the chocolates we're learning. We're enjoying all the choco meals. That's why I wanted to say choco milo. You know, from that time, I developed a, a knack for chocomilo. And it has not left me till now. So if you are bringing things out, chocomilo. Choco, 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 chocomilo. Are you still here? It's a certain rope. I'm sure, I'm sure mother here and a departed father will not be shocked to see me like this. Because they must have seen it. If their eyes were not open, they would have seen an angel was laying hands and tongues. <laughs> Praise God. As I said, it started from somewhere. Everybody has a history. It started from somewhere. That is why when your life is beginning to look like somewhere, we are worried. Because we know how some of those lives can end. Then we can do make noise. Stop it! Stop it! Because we know how some can end. Tragically. Some can end tragically. So we are cautious. There's always a certain point for destruction. There's also a starting point for blessing. Which one do you prefer? So as I bring my message to a close, this morning we've just looked at something very simple. What have we seen? We've seen that there's a place for structure which is called the local assembly. There's a place where our lives are ordered and structured. Where we are given caution and we are made to be cautious. Where we are given instructions and doctrine. There's a place where our lives are put under control. You cannot be haphazard. You cannot do it just how you want it to be done. You cannot do it just in, on, on the base of your whim and caprice. Life cannot be lived that way. It has to be lived in an orderly, structured, controlled manner. Where is that place? It's called the local assembly. And this year, if God is going to strengthen the local assembly, wait for more of these. Because God will have to build us to be well so that we can go to the world and make the world a better place. Are you here this morning? Praise God. Say, I know the place where I am structured, where I'm given instructions, and where I have control. I am cautious.
I am determined to be cautious. I, I take heed to myself. I take heed to myself. I don't live a haphazard life. I live an orderly life in Christ. My life in the local assembly will become better as the days go by. In this year, I determine not to lose focus. I pay attention to detail. I pay attention to the things of God. My life is orderly. My life is structured. My life is under control. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen.